Sports and Entertainment News right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, GBC Workers Petition Labour Minister and Opon Kroma over blocked allowance. Alban Bagwin SIM card deactivated despite re-registration, says Sam George. Work as a technocrat, don't meddle in local politics. John Janapotel's World Bank Country Rep. And in other stories, Gonja youth besiege Yagonwures Palace, demand intervention in Daboya conflict. This business pots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Workers of the Ghana Broadcasting Corporation GBC have petitioned the Ministry of Employment and Labor Relations and the Ministry of Information as a matter of urgency to ask the Chief Executive Officer of the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission to reverse the directive to block their allowance. There has been an impasse between GBC and the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission over the past weeks, with GBC workers engaging in a series of protests to press their demand. The protests followed the removal of some allowances enjoyed by GBC workers, which the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission as described as illegal. According to the workers of the state broadcaster, the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission wrote to the Controller and Accountant General's Department to stop the payment of the allowance. In a joint petition signed by the GBC Divisional Union and Senior Management Staff Union to the two ministries, the chairman of the unions, Sam Natskevo, said, in conclusion, the unions humbly request your good office to call the CEO of the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission to order and ask him to reverse the illegal directive. The workers of the GBC also were hopeful that the Ministry of Employment and Labor Relations would prevail on the CAGD to restore the allowances, describing the removal as a violation of natural justice. Now, the Member of Parliament for Ningo Pram Pram Sam George has disclosed that the Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagwin's official SIM card has been deactivated despite undergoing the SIM registration exercise. Over 8 million unregistered SIM cards were deactivated by the various telecommunication firms after the May 31 deadline announced by the government for the registration exercise. Although the Minister of Communications, Esla Owusu Ekufo, has been scheduled to appear before Parliament Thursday, June 8, 2023, to appraise the legislators on the exercise, Sam George stressed the need for the Minister to appear on time to address concerns raised regarding the process. Over 8 million SIM cards have been disconnected, including that of the Speaker of Parliament. His official SIM card has been disconnected, even though it was registered in the name of the Parliament of Ghana. My SIM card was also disconnected. We are insisting that the National Identification Authority provides us with a Ghana card so we can register our SIM cards. It is important that the minister appears before us to answer questions, if possible, even today, because people's livelihoods have been affected and people's mobile monies have been stacked due to the disconnection. 
Now, in other stories, the minority in parliament has taken on the World Bank country director, Pierre-Franc Laporte, following his comment about power agreements signed under the National Democratic Congress NDC government. The World Bank country director has criticized the country for doing a poor job in concluding power purchase agreement signed between 2012 and 2023 by the minority spokesperson on mines and energy, John Ginapo says Mr. Laporte is veering off into local politics and must stay away. He added that Ghanaians are sick and tired of these unnecessary and flimsy blame games adapted by government and its high links. According to him, former President John Mahama's records in the energy sector are unmatched, adding that Mr. Mahama, before leaving office, ensured that there was a comprehensive reboot on the generation of power and the financial sector. Mr. Jinapo noted that Mr. Mahama did no wrong in signing those agreements and was in the country's best interest. He insisted that despite the current government criticizing former President Mahama for those contracts, it is still extending the contract duration of some of those contracts. He went on to say that even before Mr. Mahama, most of the thermal plant had capacity charges, adding that capacity charges are not something new. He cited a Sogli thermal plant, Tico thermal plant, Send Power, Senate and TT2PP to be having capacity charges on capital recovery. Now, a group of Gonja youth has besieged the residents of the Yakongurabi Kunutu Swale, the overlord of Gonja, demanding his intervention in the ongoing conflict between the Wasipe traditional area and the Mamprusi chief over certain communities. The youth insist that the overlord should summon all Gonja warriors to Daboya to assist in resolving the dispute. The youth accused the government of complicity in the conflict, alleging that the presence of police and military personnel in Daboya has resulted in the arrest and mistreatment of chiefs and youth, effectively turning the town into a ghost town. The conflict began on Thursday morning in Lukula when tensions between Gonjas and Mamprusis escalated over the ownership of the community. Tragically, the confrontation has already resulted in the loss of one life and the destruction of numerous homes. In response, Gonja chiefs from other paramounties have started mobilizing their warriors and are moving towards the boya to show solidarity and potentially assist in resolving the dispute. Flag bearer of the position NDC John Romani Mahama on Friday expressed deep regret and profound disappointment over the hostilities that have taken place between sections of Gonja and Mamprusi communities. Former President Mahama acknowledged the distressing impact of these conflicts, recognizing the significant damage caused and the lives tragically affected. Mr. Mahama, in a post on Facebook, emphasized the urgent need for peaceful resolution and the restoration of harmony between the Gonja and Mamprusi communities. He appealed for dialogue, understanding, and mutual respect among the stakeholders involved, urging them to prioritize peaceful coexistence and the preservation of lives and property. 
Now in business, government is being urged to reconsider its current calculations of value-added tax VAT on indigenous companies whose annual revenue exceeds 500,000 Ghana cities per annum to reduce the economic burden on local industries. According to the Association of Ghana Industries, by the current calculation of VAT of 15% and the summation of the COVID levy, guest fund and HIV levy amounting to 6%, coupled with other costs of production were negatively impacting the growth of local industries. In an interview with the media, the Greater Accra Chairman of AGI, Chonam Akbalu impressed on government to relook at the development. In November 2022, government announced its decision to increase the value-added tax by 2.5%. This moved the tax policy from its previous percentage of 12.5% to 15%. Government has since also justified the need to maintain the COVID levy to help rake in revenue to implement its project now moving to sport the international wheelchair basketball federation has set the draw for the 2023 african paralympics wheelchair basketball discipline the draw for the men's category sees host ghana paired with algeria and uganda egypt kenya and senegal are set to battle it out in group b group c consists of south africa Nigeria and Central African Republic. And finally, Group D pits Morocco, Angola, and DR Congo against each other. The games are set to take place between 3rd and 12th September 2023 in Accra, Ghana, with Eden Heights, the venue slated to host wheelchair basketball. Now, moving to some showbiz, award winning Nigerian singer David Adeleke popularly known as Davido, has recounted how his wife, Chioma Roland, initially turned down his romantic advances towards her. In a chat with vlogger, Davido said he first met Chioma while they were both studying at Bacock University in Osun State. He said it was love at first sight, adding that immediately he set his eyes on her. He asked one of his aides to call her for him, but Chioma declined. He said, I was in a Prado and I looked behind and saw this girl walking just there with her bag. It was Chioma. I told Lati Omo, I like that girl. Go and call that girl for me. He called her, but she did not answer me at the time the 30 billion gang head Heng Cho however said Chioma later came to Lagos and they linked up the couple got married shortly after the death of their son Ifienyi who drowned in a swimming pool at the singer's banana island mansion last year and that's how we draw curtains for the daybreak news on Ghana Talks Radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Timmy Akansukum, and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.